No, our post, <laughs> our post Thanksgiving um, episode. So I hope everyone had a great holiday, mm-hmm. a good little end to your fall and beginning to the Christmas season, or or as we know it, Nutcracker season. <laughs> the time Shows of the nuts are about to start. Shows it's it's getting real. But first, before we get into all of that, I wanted to address some business. Huge shout out to Balanchine Jewels. Yeah, Thank we're you so, so happy much. that you shouted us out. We've gotten a thousand lists or a thousand downloads mm-hmm. as of like two days ago. Yeah. So we're really thankful for um, whoever you are, Balanchine Jewels, for getting us to that point. Thank you so much. It means a lot. Your memes are sometimes too accurate. It hurts. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I swear we know each other. If we're if you're out there, I mean, just I think everyone. And the crazy thing is, I think everyone thinks that they're yes, like it's they not have just to me. be in our company. So it's just yeah. crazy that we're all going through such similar things at the same time. But um, sometimes I feel like it's like day, on the day, right? Like the day I, know, I agree that they post it. Whoever you are, I'm like this happened. This happened in rehearsal. Yeah, today. how today. did you know? <laughs> how did you know? Literally. Um. But yeah, thank you so much. We hope to continue our little little involvement collaboration as we go yeah definitely and thank you to all of our listeners and um especially our listeners abroad um i saw we have some (laughs) listeners in germany so that's really awesome um really listeners all over so that's really exciting yeah thank you for thank you for following us and like not following us i mean but like listening following along being involved like we're so glad that this is kind of dare i say it taking off (laughs) um but yeah we're so excited to have so many more of you. Um, so welcome to anybody who's new to following us as well. Um, our next order of business, Rachel, this one's for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need to correct myself. In the episode with our guest Clay Murray, I was talking about spices and I was sure that <clears throat> cardamom was a spice, but it is actually cardamom and Juliana was right. <laughs> It was me and Clay. We both were like, uh, we were too nervous to like say sure, it. On- yeah, and I was sure. I was like, no, it's cardamom. Um, I googled it, and I was like, no, 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 no. I was <laughs> scrolling down, like hoping to find a pronunciation where it was cardamom. You're like it three pages exist. into Google, it doesn't exist. I'm like cardamom must just be a different spice. It doesn't mean <laughs> no. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yes. Okay, so we've settled that now. Another little correction that we need to make. Um. Shout out to Brooke Wertwine for keeping me in line. <laughs> she is, um, she's the best. She's like my go-to ballet drama gal. She's always got her finger on the pulse. And I made a little mistake, made a little boo-boo. In, the, in our World Ballet Day episode, I said that Sophie and Silve was the director of San Jose Ballet. She is the director of San Antonio Ballet. So for anybody who took my word for that, just know I was incorrect. <laughs> San Antonio Ballet. Um, and then our final thing to talk about is next week we are going to take a little break. So sad. Yeah, we're just going to take um, one break because of all the holidays and crazy stuff coming up. Um, and we just got to get our business in order. So yeah. just a short little break. We want to make sure that you guys are getting the quality Yeah, the deserve. best content <laughs> that you can possibly have. But don't yes. worry, we'll be back the next week. Yes. And we have like some really exciting different episodes coming up. Yes. So just stay some tuned. Some fun little ideas yeah, and guests and such and such. Um, but yeah, that concludes the business. I can, what is it called? A gavel? 
gavel. Well, you know oh, what the judges use. No is it a gavel? A javel? <laughs> I feel like it's not a javel. We'll get back to you next week. I'll or correct myself next time. The week after time. next week, you can let you know what it is. Do you is. know what a judge uses to, you yeah, know, I know what case closed? I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what it's called. It's like, it looks like a hammer. Oh, you know what one thing I was thinking about, though? Hmm. Now that we have so many downloads, what are we going to call our fans? Oh, my gosh. Okay. I have an idea. So how about let's make um, a post on the Instagram, like yeah. a question, and have people write in and say like what they think we should be called because we need some ideas. Yes. Also, like to anyone who is listening and follows us on the uh, follows us on either um, we're not on Twitter T- yet, TikTok. but um, TikTok or Instagram, please feel free to like shoot us with, with DMs if you shoot us with DMs. <laughs> Slide in our DMs with any Same questions. Thing you may have or suggestions or whatever you want yeah, to hear more about here yeah because <clears throat> we're really open to suggestions and we want to you know get that connection going and if you feel that there's a name for yourself that happens to just happen naturally yeah organically then just yeah drop it yeah we need a name for the listeners yeah because you guys are important to us yeah um so yeah let's just let's just drop right into the episode how was your thanksgiving rachel I had a great Thanksgiving. Um, I went home to Indiana. Woohoo. Indiana. Um, <laughs> I flew home late Wednesday night. Got home at like midnight. My brother came and picked me up. It was nice because I haven't seen my family in like around three months. Um, so I I joke my family for the holidays normally does kind of like a tour of the Midwest. Um, both of my parents have their parents living in the Midwest. So we... Went to my mom's mom for Thanksgiving, and then the day after we went to my dad's mom, and so we drove three hours to like Illinois, in Indiana? Illinois, and Indiana. Okay. It's like on the border. Um, we were so close. I was in Missouri. Yeah, I mean, I drove. We drove like three hours the first day to get to my mom's mom, mm-hmm. and then like that night we drove an hour and a half to my dad's mom. Oh my god! And then from his mom's house then the next day it's like two and a half hours back to our house so a lot of driving and then I um my boyfriend lives in Indiana so we went to his dad's house which was like an hour and a half away a lot of driving um and then we went to the IU game IU versus Purdue on Saturday did y'all win no oh sorry it was it was upsetting but like IU hasn't been doing well they Wait, haven't been doing well in a long time. Can I take a second to just squash on squash, yeah. <laughs> squash your conversation and say that Sco Utes, baby, because we are going to the Pac-12 championship against USC and we're gonna crush those. Wow, good for you guys. I wish I could have like that much school pride towards my team winning. I have way too much, way too much, and I also have like this little tiny, little itty bitty theory. Um, one of my friends, well, we're more like acquaintances. We went to school together. She was in the modern program. I was in the ballet program. But at least to my to my most recent knowledge, this girl is still dating our quarterback. Oh, that's cool. So I, I like to think that, like, you're a little bit more successful if you have a, a dancer on, on your <laughs> side. So That's um, funny. Yeah. So basically what I'm saying is University of Utah um, football team owes a lot of their success to the dance industry. So <laughs> you're welcome. Um, <clears throat> but yes. Go yeah. Utes, baby. Um, but IU basketball is doing pretty well. So, like, let's not forget about, like, their other teams are doing well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Purdue won, and I hate Purdue. Sorry if you went to Purdue. It's just Wait, like tell about your. So we went out that. So I was. I get like, if I'm gonna commit myself to a game, whether it be basketball, baseball, football, I'm like I'm going to the game. Like I'm into the game. Like I want who I want to win, and I'm like standing on my feet cheering. Um, so. I was very committed to this game. We lost. I was upset about it. Um, we were went to the one of the bars, the local like Bloomington IU bars that night. Is it Kilroy's? No, but I was at Kilroy's before the game. Okay, um, but we were at this bar called Upstairs, and there's a guy wearing a Purdue hat. And at this rate, I was just like, <laughs> I was pretty intoxicated. Well, where were you on the scale, one to ten? Um, I was probably like a seven. Okay, okay. <laughs> I understand. Um, I'm just taking a shot, and I walk up to this guy. He's wearing a Purdue hat. I take his hat off. I throw it on the ground. I say, how dare you wear this hat in this bar on IU's campus? <laughs> 
And after that, I was like, it's probably time to go. <laughs> you were, you're a little, you got a little aggressive streak in you when it comes to um, yeah, drinking heavily, I feel. Yeah. Well, I think that, like, I just have it in general mm-hmm. and, like, about things I believe in and, like, getting, like, spirited about things. Um, and so then just, like, when I have alcohol, like, let it fully come out. <laughs> yep. Our truest selves. Yeah. But how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. I visited my little sister. Here, I'll give her a shout out. Shout out to Michaela and her little kitten, Domino. Um, I visited them in St. Louis, Missouri. It was really nice. It was just like I needed to... Things are really heating up here with Nutcracker and um, rehearsals are... They're piling on. Like, they're, yeah. it's getting... Um, like, I, I've, I feel like before the, before the week before we had our break, so I guess two weeks before our break, um, I was like, wow, I'm feeling really good about this. I love dancing. I love dancing Nutcracker. I love the music, yada, yada, yada. Aww. Caps were not cramping. Body wasn't hurting. Like, life was fantastic. It's like the excitement of Nutcracker is happening. But then right before the break, it was like my, my body just, I hadn't felt that exhausted in like a whole year, probably since the end of last Nutcracker, because it was just like, I don't know, it just felt like everything was kind of just like, and my teaching schedule on top of it is just really getting a little out of hand, <laughs> um, yeah. but I needed the break is all I'm trying to say. That's the point. Um, so just going and being with my sister and sleeping for like 10 to 12 hours every night was exactly what I needed. We cooked a fantastic dinner. It was all like I think I've already mentioned on this that I am a non-dairy girly. Mm-hmm. We cooked a fantastic meal that included like a low lactose slash like goat's milk. Mac and cheese. Not mac and cheese. We did like scalloped potatoes. Ooh. And they were like phenomenal. Like I don't know how, I don't know how we did that because it was like, it was very much halfway using like rest, a recipe as a guidance, but uh-huh. like not really. Um, so that was really delicious. I had some, we, we pulled out a little bit and I had some Chilean sea bass because she's a, she's like a pescatarian. Yeah. And then she had some salmon. We made like a lovely couple of side dishes, but the potatoes were like the real star. That was really good. It was fantastic. And it was very like, like light enough so that Mm -hmm. you could eat a lot of things. She also made homemade bread, which is like, I know, I know. Wow. I know. It's a staple of hers. She likes to make. I always had a gourmet meal. Yeah. And she I makes, had all the standard, like, which was good, but. But I mean, it was only us. Like, there yeah, was nobody else to satisfy. Yeah. yeah. We made amazing cinnamon buns oh. for breakfast. Yeah, it was really nice. Wow, that's what the holidays are about. Yeah. You know, just like all those foods. We took her cat for a walk. <laughs> that was like the extent of my energy spent on that trip. Um, we went to a record store. We ended up buying, like, okay, I totally geeked out. It's kind of embarrassing. I walked into the record store, and I was like, my sister has a turntable, so mm-hmm. we could buy a few things. But um, I didn't expect to buy anything. She was like, oh, I want to go look at the rock section and the foreign music section. Whatever she's into. She's got her own little music genre. But I turned the corner um, on one of these, I don't know, aisles mm-hmm. of um, records, finals, and I found the classical section. And, um, (laughs) I just, I like fully bunheaded out. Um, there was a, a record that had Nureyev's Don Quixote Uh from the film. I guess there's a film or something. The whole ballet on, I mean, just like every single act. On the record. Yeah. So I had to buy that one. It was only like $3. And then I found another one that was like all the ballet classics, including like Prokofiev, like oh, Romeo and Juliet. That's honestly it had nice. Giselle, the end of second act. Yeah. It had like Swan Lake. It had Nutcracker Grandpa. Like I was like, oh my God, these are so all my things. Listen, did you listen to them? I did. I listened. People? Yeah. Yeah. And like, we didn't even have enough time to listen to all of them. So I just like would skip through and make sure I made... I listened to like all like the big yeah. ones that I love, but there were too many on so many out on so many vinyls that I mm-hmm. needed to listen to. So I ended up buying like six records. <laughs> and my sister bought another six, so we came home with twelve records. Wow. Anyway, it was a lot. But do you there have was... a record player here? No, I don't. Aww. We have one at Did home. Did you leave them California. at her house? Or... I left the actual vinyl with her because mm-hmm. I'm not going to listen to them. Mm-hmm. But I took the sleeves because I yeah. also found ballet music for class like Uh, a uh full class and then inside of it there was a list like of of exercises to do to each oh i love that yeah so it's like it was 
plies, tendus, you know. Yeah. Everything. I don't need to explain a ballet class to a bunch of ballet listeners. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. We got that one also. And then there was, like, we got a couple jazz, a couple jazz albums, too. Because it turns out I'm kind of a jazz girly. Like, I really I love, love jazz. jazz music. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, kind of, I'm realizing a big thing for me. Um, but, yeah. Didn't spend more than $20. Because everything was so cheap and all the records were in great condition. Yeah. So, it was a good little trip. That Those were the, definitely the highlights. But, yeah. Nice and relaxing. Yeah, it was really nice. I'm glad we had that time off. Okay, I have a question. Well, this is maybe something something I thought of okay. actually today. <laughs> less, less of a question, more of a conversation starter. I would you consider yourself one of the like reliable dancers? Somebody that you know you can always throw into the core in a different spot because you'll probably be able to, like, fake it till you make it and make it look like... Like, say you're in a pinch. Say it's Nutcracker mm-hmm. and it's the day of the show and somebody goes down and their cover is already working overtime. Mm-hmm. And would you be one of those people that they're like, yes, throw this person in? Yeah, because I haven't thrown into things. Mm-hmm. And I just remember... I didn't think I was a quick learner mm-hmm. growing up. Like, I was like, oh, I think... And then I just would re- have it reinforced that I was a quick learner from people, like um, teachers and repetitors. And I was like, oh, actually, I think I am. And once I realized that, um, I feel like that's always been um, from, like, college in, like, late high school years. Uh, that was, like, um, a positive what attribute of mine. Yeah, yeah. So I would say yes. I definitely think I'm reliable. And I would say the same for you. I feel like you are. I definitely, like, I feel like that's a part of my existence, artistically, yeah. <laughs> um, is to be one of those dancers that can do anything. Like, I, yeah. sh- I want to be somebody that's versatile, that pays attention. Mm-hmm. Versatile, not versatile. Excuse me. My mom's going to hear that and, like, totally cringe. <laughs> versatile. Um, but, yeah, I feel like I'm, I'd like to think I'm one of those dancers. And yeah. I feel like, I mean, even the other day I had to do a new spot in snow because somebody else just went down, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of pride myself on that, but then I also feel like there's this flip side to it that kind of sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I know I had to be thrown, I was, I had to be, I was thrown into, listen, I'm on a, I've been on a, like a speech thing lately, I don't know what's going on, like, I feel like maybe it was like too much rest after like a With lot of intensity. Yeah, there, I've been like hella dyslexic, <laughs> like, for real, I think it's a problem. The other day I said... I was reading, I think it was before Thanksgiving, and it was like, the price of turkey has gone up like 20% since 2021. And I, uh-huh. I've, at full volume, I said, the Turk of Pricey has gone up. Like, it's just like, it's just so bad. It's so bad. And like, I, it came out of my mouth so easily. I hate that I just said that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the point is, just bear with me here while I try to like get my... She'll get them out eventually. <laughs> in the, the right words order. Out, yeah. That's also how she texts. Yeah, no. Like, I, her text, I'm like, <laughs> how am I supposed to interpret this? Like, I don't even know. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, I get what she means. But other times, the other day you Bless sent me you, one. Bless you, honestly, for those moments because it's it's bad. Well, the other day you sent me one and I was just like, I absolutely have no idea what this means. But I'm just going to, like, wait for her to, like, correct it. I'm the kind of texter that sends, like, 12 texts to get one sentence out. Yeah. Because I need to send the correction text with a little asterisk. Asterix? A- what am I, what am I trying to say? Asterisks. I don't think there's a kid. You know what? I'm not even going <laughs> to try and correct you because I'm probably wrong. You're just so embarrassed. Everyone knows what she's talking about. The little star. The little star. I need a little star next to my words. Maybe it's, that's what it is. Just I'm such a star that I just need to put more stars in my Yeah, text. sure. <laughs> anyway, where was I? About being a reliable dancer, but it all it's a blessing and a curse. <sighs> right. Blessing and a curse. Last season, I went into... Um, Nutcracker. I remember I had to step in for two roles that I was technically cast as, but I wasn't like I was. I learned the roles, mm-hmm. so I knew them, but I wasn't actually cast in them mm-hmm. for the shows. And I feel like that's happened to me in the past too, where I was actually doing Giselle at the U, and I was Myrta, and yeah. I was like a lead role. And one of these girls in the core went down. So on my off days, it was, this was like the weekend of the second week. Sorry, the second weekend of shows. Mm-hmm. But I had I'd watched it every day and like I knew it because I love the ballet that I just 
I felt confident enough to go in. And then I ended up having to go in for this girl who had like a major hip injury. Oh. And then prior to that, I was in another piece mm-hmm. where somebody went down like day of the show and I got thrown in. So like I've, I've been that girl. Yeah. And I mean, every performance opportunity is an opportunity, but mm-hmm. like I've definitely felt the flip side of things where I'm going into things and going into roles where it requires like it's it's not as esteemed if you will it's a core yeah. ballet role mm-hmm. or it's like maybe like even like the one of the ones that I did last season was like more of like a student role that I had to go do but I just I knew it and I was easy to use in a pinch so I did it yeah but something happened recently to one of my friends um she definitely is one of those people who just like she's one of those people where I can feel like the artistic staff is gonna say well, she's she's so strong. She's so reliable and smart. She can yeah. take it, which yeah. I just don't think is so f- is fair. Because it's like, yes, those things are seen in a, seen as an advantage, mm-hmm. but they almost like a lot of times cause you to be in situations that are like non desirable. Yeah, like being you know pushed the last second to like learn a spot that you might not you know normally do, and then be in every single show and not have a show off at all, and like. Maybe it's a part that in the core that, like, you you already have your spot on your nights. And so, like, you don't really need to do it every night. Mm-hmm. But, like, because you're that person, you're getting thrown in. And, like, maybe that takes a toll on you a little bit more. And then in your other roles, you're feeling it a little more in your body. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff like that. Um, but even in the rehearsal side of things. Yeah. Like, I feel like this type of person in particular, they're, oh, they're less likely to... They're less likely to be rehearsed because people already assume that they've got it, like that they know mm-hmm. what they're doing. This person is less likely to be rehearsed simply because, um, <laughs> simply because uh, they're so strong, they're so reliable that people don't feel they're like, like, oh, you got it. Yeah, you got it. You don't need a lot of rehearsal. Like I remember this actually happening. Um, one of our shows last season, somebody from the artistic staff came up to me and I was kind of like stressing out before mm-hmm. I was doing a solo. And um, they were like, don't, you don't have to worry. Hey, no worries. Shout out to Alex Jones. <laughs> this is the, way she, the way she says that is just so aggressive. Hey, no worries. <laughs> um, but this person was like, you know, like you've got this, like, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. And I'm like, yeah. how can you, I mean, thank you for the vote of confidence. I really like, I truly appreciate it. But mm-hmm. in that same breath also like, let me have my like crisis moment, you know, let me feel yeah. a little bit insecure. Let me feel but emotions. That they, they could be like, what do you need? Yeah. What do you need? Like, what do you need a tip? Do you need like something? But it's more just like, no, no, that person's so reliable that they're going to be fine. No okay. Wait, what. I have a thought about this. Uh-huh. The people that are putting a lot of times the people in power that are putting those that are supposed to be so reliable in these positions were never that person because if they were that person that was always thrown in the reliable one they they would know know Mm -hmm. that just because you're reliable doesn't mean that you don't need those extra things like you don't need doesn't mean that you don't want that extra rehearsal it's kind of like a front like these people are really good at putting um they're strong and they're really good at putting up a front that they have everything under control in mm-hmm. reality like deep down they might not be on their leg and their mm-hmm. partner isn't putting them on their leg or something but they're like making it work they're, they're really good at making it work yeah. so like, that's just like a thought i had about it yeah i'm like what part of that what part of that per- personality trait for me comes from my very intense Russian training where it was like, you weren't supposed, you don't show emotion. You don't cry yeah. in the studio. You don't like, you have to know what you're doing or you're getting kicked out. Yeah. So like, I feel like that's why I was similar. like high stakes definitely like made me the way I am. Mm-hmm. And but. it's like crazy that like so many people can make it in this industry, like without having that yeah. attribute because all it takes is someone to really like believe in them and like, Maybe in certain situations, like, coddle someone a little yeah. bit more. And then they don't develop that skill. And it's, yeah. like, certain people had to develop that skill to survive and yeah. make it this far. Damn, survival of the fittest, really. But, yeah, I'm just going to – just want to touch on that and let all those reliable people out there. Reliable Shout dancers. Shout out to you. Yeah, I, like – also, you deserve to be seen. Yeah. You know, you deserve and to you be seen. And you are seen. You're, if, if it doesn't seem like it, there's definitely someone in your company – 
someone in your school that's looking at you even if they haven't said it and they're like wow Mm -hmm. they can do anything Mm -hmm. but also know that you have the option to like say something if you don't want to do that role or if you don't want to be that reliable dancer and you do want to do one of the more soloist roles or whatever it is like you have that ability Mm -hmm. because you are already so trusted as a dancer you have even more of a chance of being like heard and seen and getting what you want if you bring something to the table you bring something to your artistic staff your teacher wherever you are in your training and career like just know that's available to you and that we believe in you (laughs) two two fellow reliable dancers over here we believe in you and we want you to we want you to succeed and we want you to we want everybody to succeed it's not against we're not against anybody yeah we're very supportive here um next little thing that i was thinking about and i feel like maybe you will have some good wisdom on is um injuries my dad was telling me giving me his review of the podcast and he mm-hmm. was like you need to talk more about like how hard <laughs> ballet is Aww. he was like because you guys are you guys are doing the real thing which recently i don't know if we addressed this on the previous podcast no i don't think we did um dance has officially been ranked oh yeah the um what is it it's the oh i want to pull up the article it's it the number one um most physically physically demanding demanding job in the u.s occupation yeah and then like next to it i think like underneath it was like um like well i want to say like welders or something like like oil workers yeah oil derrick workers um but it is this the case was the case study was provided by um the U.S. Department of Labor and uh, I'm trying to see because I thought I see I always feel like I save things that I would want to come across later and then they're never there on Instagram. You go to your saved little saved box. Yeah, I want it. So hard to find them. Yeah. By the well, okay, wait. Labor and employment, I think, is what it is. U.S. Department of Labor and Employment. That sounds that sounds correct ish, but um, yeah. So along those lines, where oh I know where I was going with this. Sorry. I okay. We did a little thinking on my little speech thing that's going on, and I think it's like I'm so rested right now mm-hmm. that I finally am like able to get all my thoughts out, but they're just coming out faster than my words yeah. can keep up with. <laughs> So, yeah. Because Juliana has um, undiagnosed ADHD. Like, I diagnosed <laughs> it. But, like, honestly, I'm really good at diagnosing things. Just tell me your symptoms. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I might well, how, what, what was the, the, like, final seal on this um, diagnosis? Um, it was when we went to Target once. Yeah. And she was, like, <laughs> I mean, she just could not, like, stay on one track. It was, like, oh, let me set this candle. Let me set this candle. Let me touch this rug. And I was, like... Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we are living and working the hardest job in America in the U.S. right now. Yeah, and it's not just our opinion. It actually is fact. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, here's the question. How do you know when an injury is serious? Yeah, that's a really hard one. <laughs> because sometimes there's things that, like, really feel like, um they're super painful and you're like oh my gosh like this feels like it could be really bad and then it just turns out to be like maybe you had um like a muscle spasm or something like that is isn't great but it's like not like it's a short-term issue yeah it's a short-term issue so I think for me like if it's a pain that I've never felt before I'm start I start to be like oh this, mm-hmm. this might be, because at this point in my dancing career, I, you know, I know what tight muscles are. I know what muscle spasms are, mm-hmm. you know, cramps. I know shin splints, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I also know what a stress fracture feels like. Mm-hmm. And that feeling is probably obviously a red flag. Um, and now I know what it feels like to tear a muscle and I will know if, or attend it. And I'll know like from now on, like if I get that feeling again, mm-hmm. just stop. Yeah. It's not worth it. Stop. So I feel like there's also like something in your gut that tells you. Yeah. Like something is off. Because I remember last season when you were c- 
coming to terms with your what's it called ashtagonum. Yeah, I may FH. There was like one day where you're like, no, I need to stop. Like I know that something's wrong. Yeah. And then you went and got me X-ray, and it turns out something was messed yeah. up. Yeah. I think, um, for me at that point, like it was that feeling. Um, like I've never felt this before. Mm-hmm. This is a different sensation. Mm-hmm. And also, like, my toe kind of stopped working. If something just stops working, like, probably, (laughs) like, yeah. (laughs) You need to really get that checked out. Um, Because it is so easy to, like, we just are so good at compartmentalizing, like, Mm -hmm. pain. Yeah. And ignoring it. Because, like, you could have a bruised toenail and it could hurt, like, a bitch. Yeah. Like, a bruised toenail and bures. Or, like, a little sprained toenail. Like, a sprained toenail. Sorry. A sprained toe. <laughs> a sprained toe. Yeah, like, there's small injuries that hurt almost, like, just as much as, like, I sprained my toe this ones. summer, and it's it's, impo- it's so annoying how how much your little toe affects, like, your I, dancing. Yeah, I've never like, done that. You use the floor so much in, like, turnout. <laughs> Unfortunately. Ow. I try not to, but, like, thinking of, Turning like, to certain flat, positions right? at bar in flat shoes yeah. that were, like, so painful. And then, like, yeah, turning on flat was really hard. And, like, you have to adjust your the way you're starting your pirouette. And then, like, yeah. even trying to shove your toes into point shoes. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. When your feet are so swollen. Yeah. Like, Such a bad feeling. Yeah. Same with fingers for men. Like, one of our friends, Clay, shout out to Clay, um, sprained his finger. And, like, mm-hmm. it takes you out of a lot of things for partnering reasons. Yeah. And, like. That's got to hurt a ton partnering with this rain face. Yeah, yeah. And then other, like, random floor sections that you didn't yeah. think were... Like, you don't even think of when you're mm-hmm. thinking of ballet because it's not something that you typically do in ballet, but for that role that you're doing, you have to do one thing on the floor. And for some reason... You have to do coffee grinders. We're talking about Russian. I'm talking about Russian. Yeah. Um, and you have to do, like, two coffee grinders, and it's, like, way too painful, so... Yeah. That's it's the just, worst when there's like that one step and you have something that's injured and you're like, I can't, I can't do this step. It hurts so bad. Yeah. But you're like, but I can kind of do the rest. I can like fake my way through the rest of the dance. Yeah. But. It's hard to like come to terms with when to stop, like mm-hmm. when to just like, and when to push and when to not push. What about, let's talk a little bit about you and your injury really quick. Cause I feel like as a listener, I want to stay updated, but mm-hmm. you've been, I mean, you have to still listen to that pain pretty like yeah like you have to really be in tune with when it's too much when it when you can push it a little bit more yeah for me what I've been watching is like the swelling because it does so swell a lot I mean I've like upped my workload significantly mm-hmm. I mean I'm doing um snow and flowers every day and then um some other parts like there's some days where I'm just Rehearsing marzipan, snowflowers, and Spanish. And then, like, for me, that's, like, a lot on my ankle. So, that it definitely will swell. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the swelling, like, obviously, when you have a part of your body like that that's swollen and it's, like, an ankle, it's so important to, like, have good ankle mobility for your entire body. So, like, if I'm landing a jump and it's super swollen, I can't be sure that I'm going to come down safely. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, like, point work. Um so I'm trying to be, like, good about expressing when I need to, like, take it easy. Mm-hmm. But it's not, honestly, always, like, received the best. Yeah. Um. So sometimes I'm, like, I it's don't know. It's hard because you want to be so, like, you want to be so open about your injury. But then yeah. it's hard for other people to stay at that pace. Because your pace is, it has its ebbs and flows. It's, like, it's going to be up yeah. and down. But then the people who are rehearsing you just they kind of see it as, like, I, like want to, if I not want to but if I can do things or not I think but also they like some part of them expects like a steady incline like a steady increase in activity so they're expecting you to get better and better each day which I do think that if you've had an injury like this especially something like that you've had surgery for um because I've talked to like some of my other friends that have surgery like they know it's like every day is different Mm -hmm. I mean I think it's going to take a year before um one of our friends Nina um, shout out to Nina. Um, she had the same surgery that I had on both ankles. Um, and she told me that like, it was about a year before she was like, every day was like normal. Mm-hmm. Both ankles were the same every day. Mm-hmm. It took a year before it felt like that before it wasn't like, Oh, today it's swollen. Today it's stiff. Today mm-hmm. it's needs extra stretching. It needs Blah, blah, blah. So, I'm, like, that's kind of what I'm preparing myself for. Because, honestly, my surgeon didn't prepare me for that. He said six months. You're ready on stage. 
even though he was a dance surgeon, he never danced. So I don't think he understands like what you, what it entails fully. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I felt behind. So I kind of like over pushed myself, which is why I got tendonitis earlier on in the season. But now I feel like I kind of know, I, I understand it better when to yeah, stop. Yeah, you just have to like stay in tune with that. Yeah. Like I have like my little things here and there. Like my left ankle always flares up. It's my supporting yeah. leg. My whole left leg is Because of your like, calf, like being so tight. Everything or... is twisted on my left side. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like <clears throat> everything is a little bit internally rotated. Mm. So when like my kneecap on my left knee is just mm-hmm. a little bit out to the lateral side. Okay. Um, and my hip is always tight on this side, like my TFL. Yeah, TFL, my quad, and my hamstring. Ugh. It's always tighter on this, like, my left side. So I'm pretty, like, diligent about, like, trying to release those muscles and, like, mm-hmm. actively train every day in a way that is, like... Beneficial for them. Yeah, and trying to, like, align everything. But, like, I, I know that this is something that I have to work on. Mm-hmm. And then my the right side of my back, it's, like, a whole thing. I'm, like, very yeah. asymmetric. Um, but my right side, I have to be pretty good about keeping it released because I think I have a wonky rib. Mm-hmm. Um, like pops in and out not pops in and out but like i think it's hypermobile because okay, I, yeah. I have hypermobile shoulder joints mm-hmm. um it just kind of gets a little bit out of place sometimes which causes a lot of tightness in my traps and subsequently down the rest of my back so there are things that i have to keep myself um be aware of yeah but i don't have necessarily well i did have i did have a herniated disc this summer which um, I think his yeah. has healed. It's feeling good. I haven't had a I, knock, knock on, on wood. I haven't had a single sharp pain like I did at the beginning of this yeah. summer. It was so bad. Like I have never been <clears throat> in so much pain. Maybe the only thing comparable was when I had back issues before, lower back issues. I've had like two. Making my back hurt. Like thinking about this. <laughs> I know. I've had maybe I think three or four actually lower back spasms. Mm-hmm. So I think I actually had. A herniated disc or something off long before I had this MRI that told me I actually had a herniated disc. Yeah. Because I had two sprains close to the, um, in my lumbar spine on the right side Ugh. that were causing me a lot of pain. Yeah. And then, yeah, on top of that, the herniated disc part was causing me like nerve mm-hmm. pain down the side of my leg. So through all that, I mean, that was the only thing that I think I would have had to be more aware of and like in tune with, but mm-hmm. since that's really healed, kind of day to day, I'm just like concerned about like maintaining the smaller things, which yeah, is that your, whole left your side problem areas yeah. that you have. But for me, when it's, I mean, the only time I've known that it's like a big deal is when I'm in on on the pain scale, you know, in the hospital. Mm-hmm. I'm like angry face, like angry red face, <laughs> like steam coming out of my ears, like it yeah. is painful. Like I remember I tried to roll out to try and help the process along and I laid down I couldn't even lay all the way down I couldn't even like lay down with my legs straight I have I kept my legs my feet uh planted on the floor and I was sitting in kind of like a half of a crunch and I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god and like a single You're like, tear this is, this is different yeah. single pain. tear just came down my face and I was like <gasps> like you know like, like short breath. of breath yeah because yeah. you know something yeah. is like just truly wrong so scary um and in addition to that I've had like like if anybody's had a back spasm, you know that that mm-hmm. you know that that's wrong. But yeah. like that goes away. That's you one can of those like tell. Things. Yeah, you can tell the difference. I feel like. But I when I had the like first bone yeah pain. when I had the first back spasm, I was like, oh my god, I broke my back. Really? Yes, because I couldn't walk. I was in a hot yoga class um, and I had to stumble out, and I was like, mom, can you please pick me up? Oh my god. It was so bad. I so I've I've had lower back issues before, mm-hmm. and um they've always kind of like healed themselves but then this one this particular instance getting an MRI to mm-hmm. tell me that I do actually have sprains and a real herniated disc um that was like where I was like okay this is a real injury this is a real problem I need to take seriously yeah. you know and like solve it so for me it was very clear it was very clear mm-hmm. it wasn't like a I don't know is this like a sharp pain or like a searing yeah, pain you know. like no it was like oh my god I'm gonna I can't I can't yeah. move Sitting up, sitting down, sitting in bed, laying in bed, all of the above was uncomfortable for me. Yeah. And, like, every time I stood up, like, I know you you definitely saw me in this part of it. Yeah. Um, every part of, like, daily activity, Ugh. except for when I was warm, mm-hmm. was super painful. 
And then there I, are certain things you did that you're like, uh-uh, this yeah. is not good. Well, it's <laughs> like something is wrong. Something yeah. misaligned. I need an MRI. Yeah. I need to be seen. That's good. Good for you for knowing and like not just ignoring it any longer. Yeah. But that definitely happens in the industry. So trust yeah. yourself, I think is what. I mean, we like talk, you can turn around and talk to any of your friends like in in a company and be like, yeah, so like what what like what injuries have you gone through? And someone would be like, yep, like I have hip dysplasia, like I have like my ankle redone, my <laughs> knee, I tore my ACL a few years ago, and like I had my pinky toe like bone <laughs> removed, like and I'm like, <laughs> have my whole pinky toe sawed off actually. Literally, well, I know someone. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Pinky toe bone removed, and I I go around and I hear these things, and I'm like whoa mm-hmm. like we sound like a bunch of old people <laughs> because yeah. you think about some of the things that like people we know have gone through like mm-hmm. physically and like i just have to remind myself just like other professional athletes like this is just a part of it and injury is a part of the career and mm-hmm. like i mean that's how you honestly that's a huge test if whether or not you want to stick with this is recovering from an injury, injury yeah because it, there's so many opportunities to be like you know I could what? just not could do just this do again. I could just do a normal 9 to 5. I could go work at the local florist shop. Yeah, like. and I mean, I have thought that multiple times um, coming back. But there was something in me that was like, but I just will not never yet. feel that feeling again. And mm-hmm. it, like, allowed me to keep going. Mm-hmm. But still on bad days, I'm like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's just, like, so normal, a part of the process of recovering. Mm-hmm. And what you're saying about, like, you know, it's just a part of being a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. It's so, like, simple and so true. But it's so, so hard to, like, To come see to that. terms yeah. with and, like, understand. Yeah. No one will ever understand unless you've been in the, this position. Mm-hmm. Unless you've been, you know, like, gone through these terrible injuries um, and had to recover. Like, you just, like, it's just so difficult. It is. Mentally. More than anything, I'd say, probably. Yeah. Like, the physical aspect of things is, like, okay, you know your body's going to get back to it. You have some, like... Mm-hmm. You're least, gaining motion, range of motion. Yeah, like, you, you have some kind of progress that yeah. is regular. Remotely mm-hmm. regular. Something. But the emotional side of things is, like, it's just... It takes, like, one comment to yeah. yourself or it takes like from one else. sharp pain from your plies like to really just throw you off for like a month yeah it's really true and not, like I feel like that's an important lesson too like as be- like being a teacher or like being a director one day and like the way you speak to your dancers that are recovering and the way you handle injuries like I mean they do a very good job at our company for the mm-hmm. most part with people and um, injuries and coming back but I know a lot of companies, yeah, I know a lot of companies that, like, it is not, like, handled as well. We feel comfortable, yeah, bringing it up. Yeah, and, like, how, I mean, it's just crazy because it's, like we said, it's in the industry, like, you can't avoid it, so Mm -hmm. for someone who's in charge to not almost allow it or for people to get in trouble for it, that's just wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is wrong. It's like you're, you're actively encouraging someone to break their body for the name of ballet you know so yeah and at the end of the day like we're human beings first and like pain should be taken i mean like obviously once you get to this level you know the difference between a little ache here and a bad pain like we were saying mm-hmm. should be taken seriously i have a little quote um shout out to roxy neville my yogi coach mm-hmm. <laughs> um we had like a group yoga session the other night and the quote was I think this is applicable to any bun. Mm-hmm. Any, any bun? Any bun. Yeah, any <laughs> Anyone. bun. <laughs> Anyone. Um, when you're on the surface, remember the deep. And when you're in the deep, remember the surface. Ooh, I like that. Yes. Let me... The quote is by Mark Nepo. Nepo. However you say it. But it's a book of his. That's where a she really found that quote. quote. Yeah. I think it's something good to leave you on. Wherever you are, whatever struggles you're dealing with, remember yeah. that when you're on the surface, you know, exactly remember what the, the quote said, you know, like remember all parts of yourself and just yeah. meet yourself where you're at on the daily. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a good place to conclude that.
thing. Eggs. Let's talk about eggs. Really eggs. Quick. Eggs. <laughs> that was random. Eggs. Ballerinas have a thing for eggs. Yeah. Let's break it down. It's easy, fast protein. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Can be done many ways. Many ways. Great little snack. How do you like your eggs? I like over medium. Over um, medium. And I most recently started to like hard boiled, which like is oh, surprising for me egg. because I was really grossed out by them for a while. Um, I like scrambled too. I like <laughs> scrambled with cheese because I this morning I had egg tacos, like salsa, cheese, and um, they were scrambled in a tortilla. Mm-hmm. God bless it. It's amazing. <laughs> How about you? Um, I like a little fried egg. Fried egg is kind of my go-to because I yeah. like a little bit of a runny yolk over top of whatever I'm eating or on a piece of toast or something. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love scrambled eggs. Love, love, love an omelet. <laughs> Love, love, love. Um, how how else can you do eggs? I feel like um, I, what's it called? Oh, oh hard boiled eggs. Love them. But like, what is it when it's like still just the teeniest bit runny? The kind you get at the restaurant. <laughs> and two eggs <laughs> and two glizzies. Shout out to Alex Jones. Two glizzies. Alex and her glizzies. Um, she's uh, slurping them down before class. <laughs> Honestly, eggs, deviled eggs, also Alex. What is that thing called where you can get it at a restaurant and it's like an English muffin with like an egg that, um, and it has hollandaise sauce on it? That's, um, poached. No, wait. Poached egg. Is that a poached egg? egg? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Eggs Benedict is like, it's really good. Yeah. With a little bit of hollandaise sauce is amazing. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Or I've had crab cake eggs Benedict. Do you know what else I like? Hmm. I'm ashamed. Because they're cooked Sad. in plastic, but also not ashamed at all. The egg white bites from Starbucks. Oh, yeah. Those are tasty. Yeah, you said that, and when we were talking about Starbucks in another episode, you were, yeah. you were like, it's just like your go-to. But it's like an easy little protein. snack. Easy little snack. Like, it's not... They're okay. I don't love them, but, like, I will eat them. Okay, but eggs in general, not going to make you bloated. Going to give you a quick little source of protein. Mm-hmm. And they're delicious. Yeah, they're a good. If go-to. you like them, they're a good go-to. Yeah. So I just had that thought that I think that us as ballerinas, we all like our eggs. We like them in different ways, um, in shapes and forms. <laughs> um, and what, Rachel? Yes, Juliana. <laughs> what are your charcuterie board go-tos? Oh my gosh, charcuterie board. We just had a little charcuterie board. Yeah, so. brie. Brie's my favorite cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, brie on what though? Because I like I like my goat cheese brie on, on a baguette. A, on a baguette. A warm baguette. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, honestly, <clears throat> I like when I can do a baked brie with jam in Ooh, bread. You kay. bake it in the oven. What time what type of jam? Um apricot probably. Ooh, or I've had <laughs> with prosecco in it. I've had some sort of berry wasn't wasn't raspberry strawberry, I can't remember. What other berry jams are there? I don't know. I don't. Mixed I'm not berry. Really a jam I don't know. But it's like a little sweet, a little salty, a little creamy. Mm-hmm. Um, prosciutto. Love, love prosciutto. Prosciutto. Um, and then some salami. Yeah, salami is a must. Do you know what I like? Absolutely need mm-hmm. on there is like whole grain mustard. Ooh. And you know those little cornichons, the little tiny pickles, mm-hmm. the very I love intense them. ones. Oh, those are good. I love pickles. I love a Bloody Mary. Oh, with your charcuterie? A Bloody Mary with Tito's. I'm. It would go honestly. Like I just love savory and salty things. So yeah, yeah I would have it. But like pickle, those little pickles remind me of Bloody Mary. For me, it's an April spritz with mm-hmm. a nice um, charcuterie spread. But definitely the mustard. <gasps> definitely manchego. Yeah, we just had some manchego. Um and. Trader Joe's, they have these two really fantastic goat cheeses. There's the goat oh, cheese with honey. Yes. It's like dessert. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. On a cracker. Like a, well, actually Trader Joe's also has this other cracker that has like. The rosemary. The rosemary one, but there's also one with like pistachio and pomegranate seeds. Interesting. Very good. Very spotly. Pomegranates, underrated. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just want to let everyone know. I, I feel love like pomegranates. They're like. <laughs> They're kind of, I mean, rated just fine. Like, people love that shit, you know? know? I feel that they're underrated. Okay, okay. They That's sh- a very strong opinion out of you. <laughs> out of I mean, things we said tonight. Just because it's hard to get to the seeds, people just don't utilize the fruit enough. True, I guess. Um, but good things are hard to get to. 
Okay, so we've learned that Rachel has a thing for pomegranates. That's new information to me. <laughs> um, but besides that, oh, I love a Gruyere. Mm, me too. And like yeah. a sharp cheddar, I feel like. These are all things, lactose uh, intolerant girlies out there, you are actually capable of eating because Gruyere mm-hmm. and sharp cheddars are very low in lactose content. And so are... Um, Parmesan? Parmesan. Parmesan is also one of those. So yeah know that these options are available to you yeah it's good that you're spreading this awareness i know thank you i feel like it's like you're such a good person (laughs) i feel like it's like a duty i need to do yeah definitely um but yeah oh one last little gross thing okay do you cut your toenails or do you just let them break off them no do you let them break off why would they break off? I don't know, but I've learned that some of our friends... Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I, I quiver at the thought. When they hear her speak about it, I quiver. But it's not quiver. just her. It's other people, too. No, I cut them, and, like, toenails honestly gross me out. Um, but, like, how do you let it get to a point where it just breaks? Like, what? I'm literally, like, getting a chill down my spine. Well, some people also do it with their fingernails. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'll talk about no, pomegranates okay, again. Fingernails, like, I will, I have a habit of, like, ripping them, tearing them, like, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like I just, like, don't have, like, maybe the super healthiest nails. And, like, my fingernails break a lot. Mm-hmm. So, that grosses me out a lot less than, like, toenails. I, <laughs> I literally am <laughs> so gross out there. Okay. <laughs> I feel like here's a good time to just close <laughs> it on out. Um, we both cut our toenails, though. Yeah, fingernails. I'm in glad case anyone to was you curious, me, I was the one who asked the question. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. Yes. Um, just remember, next week we have a little break, but then we're we'll back to it, baby. Yep. And just keep up on social media because just because we have a break from the pod doesn't mean we won't be active on that. Mm-hmm. But no promises because the girl's busy. But <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> I will try. Um, but yeah. Please keep uh, sharing the podcast with others. We love that, like, some people are really resonating. Yeah, with Or this podcast is really resonating with other people. And, like, yeah. They don't have to be a dancer to listen. Maybe it's somebody who's a friend of a dancer and will help Mm -hmm. them understand you a little bit more. But, like, thank you to all who have have been sharing with others and, like, reposting on your stories. If you all feel like it and you love us that much, please continue to do so. Yeah, and tag us in your posts. And also, um, yeah, let us know any name ideas for mm-hmm. our... And shoot me TikTok followers. ideas. I got a lot of thoughts, but I can always do with more. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you so much. See you Bye. next week. Love or no, See you in two weeks. Bye. See you in two weeks. Bye.